You are listening to Open Science Talk, the podcast about, well, open science. In this episode, we are going to talk about the state of open access in Latin America and also the concerns of Plan S in this region. My guest today is Ariana Becerril-Garcia, Executive Director of Redalec, a bibliographical database and a digital library of open access journals. And she is also the chair of Amelica, the communication infrastructure for scholarly publishing and open access. Ariana Becerril-Garcia, welcome to Open Science Talk. Thank you. Um, So... uh, it's a pleasure to have you here because um, I know you can bring us, bring us some perspective on how um, open access is doing in Latin America. So we'll talk about your initiative uh, later, but first, what is the state of open access? Well, thank you. Uh, well, in fact, in Latin America, we're very used to work in a uh, collaboratively uh, way. Uh, in fact, we have a very strong publishing um, culture and tradition in Latin America, supported by universities and academic institutions. Uh, we have a very uh, robust infrastructure of non-profit, uh, community-led, uh, open access uh, ecosystem that has been historically work uh, in an uh, in an open and inherent way. Uh, so uh, the initiatives that I am representing today are uh, in charge of providing services uh, for these open access journals uh, along the Latin American region without uh, charging any fee, most in a cooperative way as we are part of universities and we are based on research projects and research collaborations to make it possible. So uh, talk to us about uh, Amelica. Uh, what kind of initiative is, is that? Well, Amelica is an infrastructure, in fact, uh, uh, is sustained by uh, more than, uh, well, 20 institutions, uh, mainly universities from Latin America. It's led by Redalic and Claxo and supported recently from UNESCO. It uh, started the last year, in fact, but it inherited uh, all the technology developed by uh, so many years uh, from Redalic and all the experience for many uh, experts uh, around Latin America. And it started with the main goal to sustain and keep or preserve the, this open nature and this uh, well subsidized system of scholarly publishing in Latin America. And how is that? Um, um, you say it's it's run by or it's driven by the universities and institutions itself. Um, how does that work? Well, in fact, um, all uh, the, the people that are involved, uh, we are researchers or faculty members, and uh, some of uh, them, for example, they are journal editors. Uh, some of us, like like me, I'm a researcher in charge of uh, running this project as a platform to to provide this kind of uh, uh, services to to journals in Latin America. So we are um, collaborating together. Uh, as our researchers, uh, well, as researchers, but uh, we are sustained by uh, uh, university budgets and government budgets mainly. Uh, so that is where we are working. So, but uh, why do you think there's a difference between uh, how uh, you run things in Latin America versus this part of the world uh, where you have more publishers? Um, why is that so different? Well, in fact, we uh, cannot imagine uh, a publishing tradition 
based on commercial strategies. Uh, we have always been working in uh, creating journals, sustaining and using our own journals to publish or to communicate our research re results. So everybody can get benefit from the uh, universities as this public or or this uh, mission of uh, universities to uh, generate knowledge, but as well to disseminate this knowledge. So we have uh, been working in a uh, science as common approach more than a commercial basis uh, publishing industry. So for us, it's not common to hire a, a, a publisher to, to, to do that job because we have a journals in our region to do, to do it. So I, I think this is a different approach uh, compared to other regions. And this is also very, for us, we are very proud about this. But unfortunately, uh, I, uh, we believe that the main global strategies are more focused on how to take back control from from uh, commercial publishers, but in in an you know APC based strategy more than in in creating an infrastructure from the uh, academical uh, side of. Uh, of this. Do you fear that that's also coming to uh, Latin America? Well, I think so. Yeah, there's a kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, maybe an imitation from some uh, uh, models from uh, the commercial, the commercial side. Uh, but, uh, well, our governments and our institutions are as well adopting this, uh, you know, impact factor based uh, research assessment that uh, are not very, you know, aligned with the non-profit and open access uh, uh, movement. So, so how do you decide uh, on when it comes to to um, uh, uh, thoughts of, of prestige and impact factor? How, how do you decide what journals are ranked the best or which ones you should follow? Well, in our countries, uh, uh, for example, in Mexico, our National Research Council, that is the main funder of research and universities, uh, have these policies to uh, to value to give a, a value to the um, uh, publication of a researcher based on the venue uh, of uh, where it's published, and this venue must be ranked in the first or second quartiles of uh, the mainstream databases. Uh, I would say a Scopus and Web of Science in order to be considered from quality. So sometimes the journals that are indexed in Red League or in Cielo are like uh, put it in in, this, in a second, uh, you know, league. Uh, so a researcher uh, is given less points to publish in journals from Red League and Cielo, even though uh, these journals are of the same and almost uh, and sometimes uh, more quality from the ones that are indexed, for example, in Scopus. So this is very unfortunate circumstance and doesn't favor a lot uh, these regional uh, platforms. Uh, you've also talked about Plan S and how that might affect um, uh, the way uh, the state of open access uh, uh, in Latin America right now. How does this affect you guys? Uh, well, we totally agree with uh, with the goal of Plan S. I, I, I have to say that because it is true. Uh, we have we shared the goal. We shared some of the main strategies of Plan S, as the author retaining policy of Plan S, 
uh, well, copyright policy. Uh, we also share the vision of uh, on Dora and the and the research uh, assessment. But we are a little bit cons- well, not a little bit, but we are concerned about um, and the focus on uh, the APC strategy to achieve open access uh, because we uh, haven't seen. Um, a lot of, uh, you know, clear actions defined in their implementation uh, guidelines uh, or how they are, uh, are they, they are going to address uh, non-profit publishing. Uh, we have seen, uh, uh, at, at least at this moment, only actions planned for, uh, to, to, for these transformative arrangements or agreements to translating the um, subscription uh, into an APC uh, fee. So uh, this could be very disrupting for our system because we um, argue that we don't need uh, policy or ways, uh, waiving policies or, you know, discounts or, or philanthropy here. We are talking about a systemic view of how this uh, both, uh, both or more uh, different ecosystems can interact and can be competitive and can survive and we can collaborate together instead of uh, see uh, this, uh, you know, say the, the global south as, um, uh, as in a philanthropic way. We, um, we have to say that we have uh, journals of quality. We also publish a science of, uh, of quality that deserves a place in this uh, scientific conversation. So in order to allow this, we have to consider that there are other ways to do it uh, rather than or, or not the only ones that are, that are uh, in this moment uh, considered by planners. So we expect planners to be uh, comprehensive in, in this sense and to, uh, in terms of investment, uh, they, they think seriously about investing in different models, not only uh, spending the funds in uh, paying APCs. I've also heard you uh, come with a critique of the whole open access debate that Latin America isn't that included in that debate, that that perspective isn't that much heard. Uh, could you elaborate on that? Well, I think, uh, well, in fact, we open a, a dialogue channel with a planner's team. And I, my impression is that they are very receptive about this uh, these concerns, we don't see uh, at this moment that they response about our our concerns. But uh, uh, for example, Johan was in Toluca. We invited him to go to Mexico to see what uh, we are doing and how we are performing journal publishing. Uh, he was very receptive. So we are expectants in this sense to to see uh, what it's going to be the next step. Uh, well, let's see. Um, okay, uh, so what should we do then? Uh, I really believe that there's uh, other way to, uh, to to manage open access, and there's other ways to address scientific publishing uh, with uh, with a cheaper strategies and more sustainable strategies, and also as well that uh, promotes participatory and inclus and inclusivity. Uh, so please think about that when, uh, if you are a student or a researcher and you are uh, selecting the venue of publication 
or if you are a funder or a decision maker, uh, please take into consideration that there are other uh, forms of addressing this, uh, these matters. So, so what are uh, your future plans? Because I've heard that other countries are interested in in um, in using your um, uh, publication systems. Uh, what are your plans? Well, uh, we are now growing very, very fast uh, with uh, so many journals in the region. Uh, we are uh, also training editors from India. Uh, but we are uh, struggling to find resources to sustain uh, this, uh, well, or to be open to such a demand from other regions. So uh, we are planning to uh, apply from uh, to to get uh, funds uh, for international uh, funders and to uh, invest in a data center in order to to have a more stability in the you know uh, the infrastructure the speed of the tools the the availability of the services and all those things that sometimes in latin america it's uh, really difficult to 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 sustain so we are going to uh, we are we are looking for grants we are doing that job and we are working very very hard with um with journal editors in order to to fulfill their demands with our current capacity. Uh, and, and I think in the next year, we'll be consolidating our platforms. We will continue developing our tools with our uh, engineers at the Redalic um, uh, project. Uh, but we are going to, to find more, uh, more alliances and more resources in order to continue the research and development as well. Ariana Becerril Garcia, it has been a pleasure. Thank you very much, Eric. <laughs> Hi, everyone. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to sign up for our newsletter on our website, opensciencetalk.com. This podcast is produced by the University Library at UIT, the Arctic University of Norway. Thanks for listening.